This is In Focus, the weekly public affairs program from KTBB and the Team Sports Radio, featuring members of the local community working to make East Texas a better place. Good morning. I'm Lonnie Johnson. Welcome to another episode of In Focus Heard Weekends on KTBB 97.5 FM and KRWR, the team on 92.1. Join us each week as we interview those who help Tyler and Longview residents make their life better. As always, you can reach out at ktbb.com slash infocus for any thoughts you have on the show, uh, any thoughts you have on any uh, shows coming up or anything like that. So let's get right to it this week. You know, we're uh, in the holidays, so I thought I would bring in someone to tell you how to survive the holidays with your family because it's tough. My guest this morning, Melanie Thomas, works for Champions for Children. She's a licensed professional counselor and perinatal mental health certified. That's pretty impressive. What? Uh, before we get started, Melanie, uh, I'll just go ahead and tell you hello. Well, good morning. Good morning. What what is a perinatal mental health certified person do? All right. Good question. A lot of people don't know that. Perinatal mental health certified person is someone that works with um, women and men, actually, believe it or not. Some people think just because it's perinatal can be the uh, time that a woman is pregnant and then that up to a year after having her child, that's that perinatal part. But we also deal with postpartum with men and women. I know it's getting confusing, right? No, 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 no. (laughs) Men have postpartum? Yes. Is this a millennial thing? You know what? That is not the case. However, men are now being okay with admitting that they have problems and are willing to seek help, which is a lot different from the past. Um, We know that research shows that um, one out of five to seven women suffer from postpartum depression and one out of 10. Now that's with research. That's not necessarily valid because we also know there's a lot of men out there suffering that aren't admitting it. What? I'm sorry to get so distracted, but what does postpartum look like in a man? Well, it looks very similar in a man as it does a woman. No, they're not going through breast tenderness and those kinds of issues or the weight gain unless they ate when their partner did. But, um, you know, depression, losing... Uh, the life that they had, you know, let's face it, once you bring a child into the world, there's added responsibilities. And that can be very stressful. Um, Seeing if their wife especially is struggling, then they feel even more, um, more unable to be the man that they want to be, which can create some depression. Anxiety, depression go hand in hand, and sometimes bringing a newborn into the world can create that. Well, I can't think of a better segue for the subject matter than anxiety (laughs) and depression. We're here to talk about how you handle the holidays, how you handle your extended family for the holidays, how you cope with the holidays. Because for me, they've always been the most stressful time of the year. I I start stressing out a little before Halloween, Mm -hmm. and I honestly don't calm down until somewhere, I don't know, after the Super Bowl. Right, right. So uh, for the, Melanie, how do you survive the holidays? Well, the first thing you've got to do is breathe. 
you just have to breathe. We get so caught up in all the activities. I mean, let's face it. Not only do we have the Christmas, which by the way, they start showing things in the stores at the end of summer, right? Back to school stuff, there's Christmas trees. I think I sent someone pictures. I walked yeah. into a uh, Hobby Lobby, I think, and it yes. was in August and they, they had their already, Santa Clauses. Out yes, there. already Santa Clauses and Christmas trees. And so they're like, oh my gosh, it's already time. We haven't even celebrated Thanksgiving yet, you know? And so that starts the beginning's pressure of, oh my gosh, I guess I get better get to thinking about it. Um, we have the end of the year. Uh, everybody's trying to get in those last minute appointments before their deductibles start over. We've got end of the year reviews, you know, setting new goals for January when you return, um, trying to get all of your business taken care of before you get that week off at Christmas, if you're lucky to get that week off at Christmas. Um, the expenses, especially nowadays, oh my goodness, you know, everything is so expensive right now. And so we really need to take a look at what we're doing in why and simplify i think that's what we need to do we need to set boundaries know what our expectations are in advance so that others around us know and then they're not disappointed you know make it clear that for christmas this year they're you know we're trying to have a budget and so you know talk about that ahead of time and find out you know what does your family want to do for christmas and maybe some of those traditions that you've had in the past are no longer working for where you are in your life right now are you someone that adheres to a budget during the holidays you know i know that the people listening that know me right now would go absolutely not i do tend to get carried away so one of the things that i try to do to be proactive is make a list for everyone that I am buying for. And I try really hard to stick to that list. Now, I'm not gonna lie and say that sometimes I won't come across a good sale with something that I'll see and go, ooh, my person could really benefit from that, um, especially if it's something they could use. Um, you know, I tend to find this time of year uh, a time to get people that I love things that they can use all year round, unless there's a really cute gimmick and then I, I tend to give in let's drill down a little further since that's the nature of this show and uh, extended families mm -hmm. step families mm -hmm. um the the multiple stops uh, at families over the holidays how, how can i uh, mitigate my my stress level or anyone excuse me not mine necessarily but anyone's stress level mm -hmm. that gets stressed in the holidays over something like this right well and let's face it um i can remember when my husband and I would take Maddie, we had to go to his side of the family, my side of the family. You know, there was all these things and all these expectations. And it got so crazy that we were like, wait a minute, <laughs> we have got to do what's best for us. Now, sometimes you'll have family members say, hey, we don't have to celebrate on the day of Christmas. We're cool with doing it the weekend before or the weekend after, and God bless them if they will do that. Others are like, no, we want to see you either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. So you try to plan that out, but make it clear that, look, we're not going to go and spread ourselves thin and be miserable. So you have to decide 
what is important to you who is important to you and talk about it with your partner make sure you agree um families that are blended families and divorce it gets a little more tricky because but are you rating families at that point well i mean it seems like you are a little well like, uh, you know, let's go see John because I like John more than Sarah. Well, it does make it easier. <laughs> but but I do get what you're saying. And you have to be fair. That's why you have to talk about it and try to work out with a plan. And some families alternate Christmases. You know, they say, okay, we'll be at this family's Christmas Eve this year and then next year. Um, we've been able to work out a system where, you know, Christmas Eve we're, um, you know, I'm with my brother and my mom and that gang. And then Christmas Day, I'm with my partner's family. You know, we've all kind of agreed and worked out a schedule that works for us. So planning ahead is important. You don't want any hurt feelings at the last minute. And you also don't want anybody to feel like they're not important. You've got to make it clear, hey, you're important. I want to spend time with you, but I would rather spend quality time with you. How could we make this work? And you might be surprised at what they're willing to give up in order to spend quality time with you. Since you are uh, employed at Champions for Children, mm-hmm. uh, let us kind of drill laterally now and, and just talk about uh, the unique stresses that teenagers and children face mm-hmm. at, at this time of year. Well, now they're different from adult pressures. They are, but they pick up how their parents are feeling. So mm-hmm. if if parents are feeling stressed out. The kids pick up on that. Even the parents that try to hide that. It's very important that you, as a family, try to stick to your routines as much as possible. Even though you may have more get-togethers and things that you need to attend. Um, Sleep schedule, nutrition. Um, I was just telling someone this afternoon that, you know, too many sugar cookies, too much wine. And, you know, no sleep. That is a cocktail for anxiety. I mean, it's just, yeah, we've got to have our sleep. You've got to have your nutrition. If you are not in good physical health, how can you be emotionally fit? Well, agreed. Go, going to a family function mm-hmm. where there are extended family members mm-hmm. and there are different political views. Mm-hmm. This is something that's mm-hmm. come up in the recent future and is just kind of metastasized mm-hmm. to the point that it's almost unbearable for some. Um, what advice would you give people about, uh, I mean, I know everybody says we don't talk politics or religion mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. fine and and great in mm-hmm. theory, but mm-hmm. in practice. Right. It's going to come up. Some things are going to come up that you don't agree with, whether it's politics, whether it's racial slurs, uh, whether it's the education system, private versus public. I mean, you just name it. Um, things are going to come up. And so you have to decide ahead of time what would your responses be. Sometimes it's best to not respond. Sometimes it's best to get up and walk away, take a deep breath and rejoin and not say anything but not emphatically not to draw attention to yourself no, just excuse no. yourself yeah, is what you're absolutely okay. but i also think it's a very good idea to talk to the host and find out who's coming and chances are you know the people that typically attend you know what they're like and Kind of think it through a little bit, you know, if uh, you've got the uncle that makes jokes, racist jokes, and he thinks he's funny and you absolutely are appalled by what he has to say, know that 
just expect it. It's probably going to happen, but you don't have to partake in and laugh and agree with it. You can even say, you know, dude, that's not cool without making a big stink or maybe just don't say anything at all or change the subject. That's my question. Mm -hmm. We seem to argue at the drop of a hat anymore. So if you you just simply, uh, like, uh, I had an experience where I was with a, uh, around an older guy at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was, I was a little younger, about 15 years ago, but he said some racist things. Mm -hmm. It was an Easter gathering. I called him out on it and he said we you can't talk to me i'm an old man i can do it well he was only 15 years older than i was <laughs> right right you know so there was no excuse for that racism exactly um but i found that i also wrecked the gathering mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. i i, I uh, made everybody want to go home which is a, a common theme when i'm at a party mm-hmm. but right. this one was worse than normal so is it is it better to just maybe to fight another day, maybe yes, leave that absolutely. day alone? I think so. I mean, you know, hopefully other people in your family feel the same way you do and will, you know, kind of, you know, those family members that agree and they look at you like, you know, I can't believe he just said that. And they try to change the subject, you know, a distraction, a good distraction, change the subject. But you're right. Sometimes it's just not best to say anything. But if it really bothers you, well, and it's just you and that person, maybe at a later time, not even at that actual event. Oh, okay. Bring it okay. up and talk about it. Um, but opinionated, if you're an opinionated person, mm-hmm. you're probably going to be from an opinionated family. Would that oh, be yes, correct? Absolutely. The apple does not fall far from the tree. No, mine's just <laughs> right at the base of the tree, just hanging on there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, so, you know, um, just try to think those things through and, and ask your family members, hey, guys, is it okay if we don't talk about politics and, you know, um, make crude jokes or comments, especially with my in-laws coming. I just really don't feel comfortable with that. In your practice, Mm -hmm. do you see uh, an increase in political problems at the holidays or or the the teenagers experiencing problems with uh, their family's political views? That's every day. That's, yeah, not even the holidays. It's when any time that families get together. This is the deal, though. We're all so busy, a lot of families don't get together until the holidays, right? Correct. And so that's why it's like it all comes out because this is your one time a year that you really get together and you feel like you need to give your opinion or share your input of what you think is right and that's the thing we've got to give each other grace just because we all have the right to our opinions right and we have to just accept that sometimes we're going to have to agree to disagree if we want to keep the peace and and just realize that you don't have to do it that day Mm -hmm. you 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 can schedule other things to happen that day Mm -hmm. and that it's you're still, I think what the worst and best thing about family is, you're still family. Right. And you know, you know, another thing, with so many of us just glued to media, to screens, and I know I hate to say that with you being a radio station, but you know what I'm saying. We get so caught up with the TikTok and the Facebook and the Snapchat, especially these kids and video games. Use this time that you're together, that you're all off to do some physical things. Take a walk, you know, If um, take a nature walk, look around, um, play games. And, and, and I know I'm not always one that wants to play game, but you know what? 
sometimes we give a little more on the holidays if it makes someone else happy. My mom, for example, she would love to do a dance train. Well, not everybody in my family wants to do a dance train, but it tickles her to death. So maybe, you know, make some sacrifices just to make others happy. So speaking of parents, specifically mm -hmm. older parents, mm -hmm. uh, patriarchs and matriarchs mm. are... I said patriarchs, I think is what I meant to say. <laughs> patriarchs and matriarchs of families. Mm -hmm. um, how much uh, consideration do we give them at, at the holidays? I mean, do, uh, they, they've put the family together. They've mm -hmm. spun this web of whatever it is, good or bad. Mm -hmm. uh, some of it's in their control. Some of it's not. But th they actually are the ones that if there is bad behavior, did, I wonder if they feel more, <laughs> well, not only call you on it, but maybe feel responsible for it in a way. Well, really, Lonnie, it depends on the person. You know, some people are going to accept responsibility for things and accountability for things, and some aren't. Some are going to take things personal when they shouldn't be. Uh, there's a lot of what ifs out there and making assumptions. That can kill the holiday spirit. There's so much lack of communication and misunderstanding out there that can create such hard feelings and hurtfulness where people can't enjoy the holidays. We need to be really careful about a assuming the way someone feels about things, assuming what they meant by what they said. If there's a problem, you need to talk about it, address it, and make sure that you give others the opportunity to ask questions if they have them. Before going to the events of the holidays. Well, before and during. I mean, sometimes you'll say something and you'll notice that someone doesn't quite react the way that you thought they would or maybe they you know seem all huffy all of a sudden and you really didn't mean anything by it in fact maybe you were trying to be funny which is something we have to be careful about because sometimes you know we want to be the jokester the life of the party and we say something at someone else's expense and that can be hurtful too well here's a Lonnie non-linear question mm -hmm. um what could it ever be beneficial at some point in your life, depending on what you have going on, the, the stresses or whatever, for you to take a break from the holidays? Absolutely. Not only is it beneficial, it is best practice. Because if you are completely given out and have not had any time to regroup and reset and connect with yourself and breathe, then your mind is racing. You're in a chaotic state and you can't enjoy what's around you. That's fascinating. Right? I mean, you have to take care of yourself if you're going to take care of others. And you're, if you're exhausted, stressed, overwhelmed, you're not having a good time and no one around you is either. And I guess that that's one of the things that you guys do at Champions for Children mm -hmm. that's so important is when those problems arise, uh, there's a place you can go. Absolutely. And, and, and talk about that. But I, you know, it just, I, I've thought sometimes uh, throughout my life at uh, different intervals that, uh, gosh, may, maybe it would just be better if I set out. You know, if I sent mm -hmm. presents, I didn't set out loudly. Mm -hmm. I didn't announce mm -hmm. that I was setting out. I didn't mm -hmm. do whatever. But I just somehow contacted family members and said, hey, I'm thinking about you. I mm -hmm. love you. I hope mm -hmm. you have a happy holiday season. But 
you know, I'm just, I'm just setting this one out. Right. That's not well, unhealthy? Well, it depends the reason behind it. You know, a lot of people str- struggle with seasonal depression, especially with the daylight change, right? Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, it's a big deal. From October to January, people really struggle. And so, you know, is it because you really just don't want to do it or is it more to it? Is it that you're not up to it, that you're isolating on purpose, that you're using avoidance to deal with things in life? Are you, are you know, what, what are your real reasons behind that? I would say for people that are lonely and struggling over the holidays, and let's face it, some, for it's some. a lot of people. Yeah, for some people, it's very lonely, especially if they've lost their loved one. Um, there's their first Christmas without their loved one. Um, they've gone through mm. divorce. This is the first holiday without their children. Mm. Um, it can be a very sad. <laughs> I know, right? Bringing right. tears to your eyes right mm. now. Um, yeah, it can be a very difficult time. So I think it's it's really important to rather than just isolate yourself from the holidays and what's going on to try to find some things that you can enjoy with or without other members of your family. And I would say helping, volunteering, ringing the bell for Salvation Army, feeding those that are less fortunate you had a, at a soup kitchen can really change your perspective. You, you know, a lot of times if you're feeling sorry for yourself, looking at others and helping others and putting your focus on someone else can really make a difference and and help you see some things from a different perspective and maybe come back to life some of those things that you've those traditions about. i see what you mean because mm-hmm. i'm an og i'm 57 years mm-hmm. old i'll be 58 in my next birthday i grew up in a small town for most of my childhood mm-hmm. in one town or another it was small and i had these amazing memories of of the holidays at my grandmother's house mm-hmm. when uh yeah you, you had the good uncle the weird uncle the <laughs> the the crazy aunt the fun mm-hmm. aunt the mean aunt you know you had all that but there there was a sense of uh, docking, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, uh, get, getting away from the waves of the ocean into the bay and actually docking your ship and enjoying the Coming moment. Coming home, yeah. Correct. Uh, the, the past, really, 20 or 30 years, I, I don't see that. And mm-hmm. I, I know families are more spread out, mm-hmm. which adds to the anxiety of trying to connect with them. Mm-hmm. But th- that's why I asked that question, if sometimes it's just better to... You want to be selfless in how you act, your actions. Mm-hmm. You want to be selfless. Mm-hmm. But you also want to feed yourself. Right, right, absolutely. Yes, it's important to feed yourself. Again, if you don't feed yourself and take care of you, you can't take care of others. Um, I think you have to take a look at where your family is right now. Um, as far as relationships, conflict, all of that, if there's anything that you can take care of and make amends, Christmas is a good time to do it for some. For some people that haven't... Are you had, serious? Well, I know it sounds crazy, but for example, for people that haven't had a reason to call out of the blue, I was just to- talking to a client this week about broken friendships, and her husband... Um, 
was she was dealing with domestic abuse and her friends were just couldn't understand why she wouldn't leave him well she loved him but it wasn't what he the way he wanted to be he had an alcohol problem and so that was you know what created the storm well they pretty much cut her off because they felt like it was too painful to watch her experience that well for the past six months her husband's been sober so what a great time wait a minute <laughs> so her there was domestic abuse yeah and her family decided they did not want to be around her well it was friends it was friends and family what i'm saying is it provides an opportunity the holidays provide an opportunity to reach out and say hey i just wanted to wish you a merry christmas i was thinking about you over the holidays and let you know that so and so has been sober for six months and things are really looking up and i just wanted you to know that so that there you can wish someone a Merry Christmas. You can let them know that you're thinking about them and even give them a little update without the serious conversation. And if they don't reach out or try to reconnect, okay, fine. Maybe they're not the friend you thought they were. Well, while you were talking, I was thinking, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> but what a great excuse or reason mm -hmm. it would be to uh, maybe skip a holiday if you inform the family that on that day you were giving a gift of service mm. so uh, i'm sorry i won't be able to join you this year no i know we have stress in the family but i just want you to know i'm there in spirit but mm -hmm. i've decided to uh, volunteer at the east texas food bank yeah i think that would be a great thing to do and i think um you know it's something that's needed not only is it great to do, but it's needed. And sometimes serving others can make your Christmas merry and bright. And I think too, it goes back to what I said earlier. Sometimes we need to change our traditions, you know, especially as our parents get older. They're not up to cooking everything and being the host. Maybe, well, it's a stress for them. Right, it's a stress for them. So maybe, you know, things need to shift, you know, maybe, it's time for the kids to pick up the slack and be the ones to, you know, provide the dinner. And, you know, maybe we don't pack everything up and go to grandma's and have Santa Claus. Maybe we do Santa Claus, have Santa Claus come to our house and then go over and have breakfast and open up presents. Maybe we don't have seven o'clock breakfast, but do a brunch or a lunch instead. Um, you look like a good person to ask this. Mm -hmm. So let's let's end this on the pressure of gift giving mm -hmm. at this time uh, of the year mm -hmm. and getting. And what what about people who aren't huge gift givers? They're right. just it's not in their DNA. Right. How do how do how do they keep from feeling guilty that they should do more or or what do you know what's right when it comes to gift giving? Because it is a giving exercise. Right. Exactly. Well, you know, in my family, we know each other's love language. Um, I am a gift giver. I love giving gifts. It makes me feel good. And so, you know, to me, giving a gift makes me feel good. It is a gift to me personally to be able to give. And so that's what I tell these people when they say, oh, no, you shouldn't have blah, blah, blah. I said, you know what? It's a blessing for me to bless, bless you. <laughs> and again, I try to get things that they would enjoy, things they wouldn't do for themselves, things that maybe they need. Um, and so I feel good about that. My family members, uh, my mom, her love language is service. If, you know, and she'll tell you that. She'll say, you know, don't worry about buying me a thing. If I 
need it, I'll get it myself. But boy, I would love for you to come over and pick up sticks and help me mow my know, yard. Mow the yard, burn. <laughs> yes, exactly. Burn, burn those piles of leaves. You know. And a person that might not be the best gift giver might also be a service-oriented person. Absolutely. So they could they could fulfill that person's need yeah. without there being a uh, financial exercise. Right. And, and I think we need to remember, too, that it shouldn't be about the materialistic things. It shouldn't be about the gifts. It should be about loving each other and spending time together. Let's take the emphasis off the gifts and really focus on each other and what we can do to make the Christmas season merry and bright without all the gifts it should be a time of love midnight yeah, mass absolutely. i mean all that all that stuff yeah. where you make memories and and pick and choose your battles let some things go have a little more grace and go with the flow and plan ahead i think procrastination is what creates a lot of stress let's plan ahead you know go with the flow if things don't go just the way you had planned it's okay Blow up. No, 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 don't blow, don't blow up. Don't it's blow up when things it. don't go don't your way. Okay. Let it go. Okay. Well, that um, I'll certainly work on that uh, <laughs> this holiday season. Uh, Melanie, um, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. And uh, I, I just want people to know, the first off, uh, the, the great job Champions for Children does for the community. Uh, it, it's just unbelievable. They're local. Uh, they have counselors on staff to help you with anything. Uh, their main number is 903-592-1454, and you can call them. You can uh, make uh, an appointment with Melanie or other counselors. Mm -hmm. If uh, you, what Depending on what your needs are, you can choose those counselors. And it, it can make a big difference in your child's life because the children today and teenagers, tons of pressure. Holidays are even worse than that. Mm -hmm. We're already in the middle of it. So oh, yes. Melanie, thank you so much for joining me. You are so welcome, Lonnie. Anytime you just give me a holler and I'll come running. In Focus is a weekly public affairs program featuring members of the local community working to make East Texas a better place. In Focus is produced by KTBB and the Team Sports Radio. And we thank you for listening. Join us again next week.